0: Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. We're not quite feeling very Christmassy over here. I want to take some time to reflect on what Christmas should and maybe shouldn't be and what it looks like for those who are lonely and suffering. Join us today as we talk about when Christmas doesn't feel like Christmas. Welcome back to another episode of It's Okay to Not Be Okay. We've been figuring that we should get on here and do something around Christmas, but I think both of us have been struggling a little bit. So the theme of our topic today is when Christmas does not feel like Christmas. Um, so we're going to roll with that. So for me, it's going to be the most different Christmas I ever had because we're leaving and going on a cruise. And if you've ever Over grown Christmas. up... Uh, yeah on christmas we will be on a boat and so growing up in a pastor's family church always like we never even left our house for christmas like you always spent the night at your house so it's just i don't know just trying to get ready for it is odd to me so that's making it really off, not fit feel like christmas yeah did you even decorate i did my sister chose not to well, I think she chose not to put up a tree, but my husband was pretty much like, we're doing this, like we're decorating, we're putting up a tree, we're going to have lights. You always, you always get a real tree. Yeah. Right? Well, we normally get, we we have a fake tree that we like and put it inside our house. Yeah, we had this debate one year, didn't we? Um, And we've been doing a real tree like outside on our back porch where we spend a lot of time, but we mm-hmm. didn't do that this year. So we don't have any, I have no real tree in my house. You have a real tree, right? no Mm -mm. you're a fake tree we
1: got one last year and david was out of town when i decorated so i put it up (laughs) i mean here's the thing about real trees they're expensive yep they don't smell good for that long they're messy yeah and we never water ours so it's like and they go on sale like two months before christmas Mm-hmm. That's dramatic, but anyway, that's not topic. But well, I'm glad you
0: decorated. I know your mom was debating
1: that, and she's like a big Christmas decorator.
0: We decorated for sure. I wasn't gonna not like. I feel like it's just leading up to it, even because like Christmas is like a a bunch about the Advent season, right? Like getting ready, mm-hmm. like having that excitement, and I didn't want the kids to not have that. Well, it's not like you're gonna be gone for two weeks. gone no, we for know. like five days. It just so happens that we will be over on Christmas. Christmas. Yep. Yeah. I it's think weird. on Christmas, I will be on an island in the Bahamas. That will be That'll so be weird. weird.
1: <laughs> that will be weird. That will be weird. <laughs> My parents did that one year when, so after David and I got married, um, we try and make it like every other year. I only have one sibling. So we're like, they ask like every other year, can you make it a priority to like both of your families be home that one year? hmm and so when it was, quote unquote, for them, an in-law Christmas, like my brother was with his in-laws, I was with my in-laws. They like went over to England and did like the, my dad's like big into music. So they did like the kids, they do some, there's like a fancy church choir. Hmm. He's probably rolling his eyes at me right now. But I'm like, it's so weird that they're like not home. But I'm like, they would be home just to two of them. So that might be like... My, in my
0: sister-in-law, a couple years ago, her and her husband, they don't have any kids, and they weren't coming down to see us, and they went to Africa, like literally on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. They were on an African safari, and they were sending us pictures.
1: I know, it's so interesting. I know. My, uh, it doesn't feel like Christmas right now. I, uh, it's funny. I just told Christian this yesterday because i love christmas i love the music i love the decorations i love all the lights i just love like just the shift in the air i think people just kind of get excited about stuff and i still feel that right now but every year it's very hard when we are in florida for christmas not Mm. that i don't mind it like it's kind of fun especially now that we have kids like they can wake up at the house on christmas morning like there's just some special things that we can do but like i grew up in colorado it's not yeah. 70 degrees, 80 degrees. I know it was cold last year. We weren't here for it, but like, there's, it's just not what it is here. So it is always very weird for me to be like, be blasting Christmas music and like be in a tank top.
0: <laughs> and have just gone back from your run outside. Right. And right. right in where I sweated. Top. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I feel like every other year, year is just very weird for me. I mean, I'll, the lead up to Christmas is always weird for me here. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that'll ever change. I've been down here for 10 years. Um, You've been here for 10 just, years? Holy crap. Yeah. David and I got, yeah, we've been married 10 years. Crazy, huh? Mm. Um, but the other thing I think that's getting me right now is that we have had flu bee in our house. We have mm-hmm. had colds in our house. My husband had strep. We've had, so like the kids have not been in school. Like I told, Chaos. um, when Christian was home yesterday, I was like, maybe next week, if you guys can both make it into school for five days, we could go do something special. So it's just like, not that I don't mind having them home, but like Christian just can't ever do anything by himself. So yeah. it's what are we going to do now? Lucy is pathetic and just wants to snuggle. So I just have to sit on the couch. So... <laughs> That's I think red. but I'm like maybe we're just getting it all out of the way and come like Christmas we'll it'll be, be like, epic super healthy
0: I think too like some of the things that you're talking about is just loss and like we have so many clients or people that we see are probably just people that we know that once you lose somebody or something or a change in culture or anything it makes it feel so different because everything changes, you know, like just you not being in Colorado. Like I can't even imagine. I mean, literally, I can't imagine because I would never <laughs> choose to do that. But it, it just changes the way you even like the outside. It changes the way everything looks. So and the way you function. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And I, I just probably said this in a previous podcast episode, but my our first Christmas that we spent here, I cried mm-hmm. on Christmas Day on our way to church. I was crying because I was probably like in a short sleeved shirt. on Christmas and I'm like what is happening like it just the sun was shining like not that it's gloomy in Colorado it just is just not what it is here obviously but Mm -hmm. yeah sorry I interrupted you
0: no no no. and I I just think about people who have lost people or have had some major tragedy or I think last Christmas when we talked about Christmas It it had been after the Fort Myers hurricane and Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of loss associated with Christmas because you weren't even going to be like in the same place. You know, like even when people like move and change houses, it's everything is so different. And Mm -hmm. so I think that can make Christmas and and things feel, I don't know, awkward, overwhelming, just not the same.
1: Yeah. And even I'm just thinking like as your kids get older, too, I think my parents appreciate Having both of our families home at the same time, but mm-hmm. even this year, my mom was like, "We barely decorated the tree. Like they put up decorations, but very minimally." And I can't help but to think that that changes a little weird too. Yeah, like your kids growing up, understanding like they have two families now, and but it probably is not like always fun to not have anyone there on Christmas morning, you know?
0: Well, and it's just like maybe like seeing. Pe- I hate social media where you see you know everybody takes the epic family photo and the matching shirts or the matching pajamas or whatever my photos never look like that ever like they're just dumb um but and that's just me trying to have something with the family that i have compared to what's on social media but then you have people i mean we serve a population that doesn't you know of like seniors that are homebound that they literally don't have anybody like there won't there won't be a table that they sit at i remember Um, a story about one client for Thanksgiving he was like I literally just ate Thanksgiving dinner that was delivered to me by Meals on Wheels in my bed by myself and I never left my room and that's just I don't know that's just heartbreaking if you Mm -hmm. you know and maybe you didn't grow up in a family system where you did Christmas or Thanksgiving together um, but just to know that it's a time where people come together and you're not coming together with anybody or you're coming together and you're missing some significant people yeah it shifts it it shifts majorly
1: well and I there you almost have to be like respectful and understanding too of like it is a cheerful time and a lot of people do Mm -hmm. feel cheerful but it also is just a crazy time too especially with what like I know I always go off on social media but like the perfect pajama pictures like I saw someone post recently like it's okay if you don't buy the family pajamas like you don't need them but that is such a thing right now and like that's how people are making money because they're like, look at these matching pajamas. And we're like, oh, that's so cute. And, and it's okay if you don't decorate cookies. And it's okay if you don't do this. But, like, there's just these, like, expectations. And then, too, when people, like, post the pictures of, like, the presents they get their kids, you're like, wow. I know. <laughs> you're, you're like, am I a terrible parent? But I don't – but no, I'm not. Like, I did what was good for my family. But it's just, like, then you just question, was it good enough? And then it just – it takes – I think some of the pressures that are now on this holiday take away from the real reason we feel joy around this holiday. Yeah, it
0: turns it into something it was never intended to be. I agree. And I'm one who hates the over, like, peppiness of things. Like, you know, yeah, it's a great season. And yeah, there can be a lot of joy. There can also right next to joy be a lot of pain. And so, like, when we overly push... Like, I am not a fan of Christmas music all day long, 24-7. That is not my jam. Um, and I know that there are people that are, like, I just want people's joy to be authentic. And I worry that people feel like they have to push it and then it's not authentic, you know? hmm And so, you know, if people show up for Christmas and people are upset or, you know, they've had a rough day or they're just feeling stressed, like, I feel like we should allow them to feel that and not push them to... Oh you're supposed to be happy it's Christmas <laughs> mm-hmm you know yeah. so I think I um Thanksgiving can be the same way so I um in our family we go to Thanksgiving at one like at my sister's house and we usually do something before the meal like we'll pray or my dad's done this like responsive reading thing or whatever and so my brother in law this year um he said, I'm going to lead the prayer, and I have something, like, I want to share. And so he wrote down each one of our names and shared things that he was thankful for about, like, about each of us. And it was, mm-hmm. it was the sweetest thing because it wasn't just, like, it was, like, about our personality and our work ethic. And then he shared about Matt, and he started to cry and, like, Aww. was just, like, the example that Matt sets as, like, a man who cares about his family and works hard and is, like, true to who he is. And, I mean, we were all, like, bawling by the end of it. I'm like, thanks, thanks, Chad. Now let's eat some turkey, you know? But I think, like, when you can have, like, authentic things that come out and not forced, like, to me, that's where real joy can be for mm-hmm. sure.
1: Along that point, it's kind of an interesting. I mean, as families grow and change, like, there's tend to be drama with, like, Who's hosting? Who's right. bringing the meal? Who's doing this? Like especially if you don't, I know your family kind of has a set schedule, which is probably mm-hmm. relatively easier. Smart, so <laughs> everyone knows their role. But um, there was like a parallel, and I was talking to someone about it. Of like um, the sermon on Sunday was just talking about like how we just tend to go to the darkness, and sometimes then we miss the point of why we have holidays, like not even Christmas, mm-hmm. Easter, Thanksgiving, like anytime you get together with your family, why are you doing it? And it's to celebrate like what God has brought together. It's to celebrate your family. Mm-hmm. It's to celebrate just like being together. But we put so much stuff on holidays that it's like, we're missing the point. Yep. And like hearing that story, that chat, like he, he, he had the point. Yep. He remember the point. It was like being together as a family and reminding like you guys and everyone that was like listening as to like, here's why we're here why we get together Mm -hmm. yeah it's not to like who can make the best meal who can do this who has the best like decorations who's the best host it you know it's to be together as family and enjoy that time and then obviously remember like the gifts that god has given you
0: yeah and it brings me back to those people who don't have you know people to gather with or they don't have i don't know they just don't have a support system around them and you and I did a podcast a couple weeks ago about like the value of a support system and like that being needed. And so I don't know, like, I, again, like I don't think there's any solution for that. I don't think there's no way to solve all of that, but I, I think we would be wrong to try to push it out of our brains and talk like it doesn't exist or like it's their fault that they don't have, you know, a family around them for the holidays. It, it, it's just something that I think, and the counseling world bubbles up a lot around these days because um, there's a lot of grief and loss, and, and the holidays bring that out a ton. Um, and so, I don't know, maybe if you just know somebody, at least, like, letting them be seen by you throughout the holidays would be, I think, really valuable.
1: hmm Well, and just, I mean, not saying that you can't have joy, but also being sensitive that mm-hmm. not everyone feels as joyful as you might <laughs>
0: Right, so don't push it down their throat. <laughs> yeah. Be mindful
1: of how you share your joy.
0: Yeah. What are things that definitely make Christmas feel like Christmas for you, other than Colorado? <laughs> That's it. Done. <laughs> you just need Colorado.
1: No, I think a lot of it, some is like the traditions that are established. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's fun, especially as the kids are getting older. Like they get so excited to see like all the Christmas decorations come out and now they're like, recognizing, like, um, just what's in the boxes, you know, as yeah. before, it was, like, all new, and I even saw, like, something post about this, like, it's not, like, the gifts under the tree that I remember, it's the decorations that mom put up every yep. year, it was, like, the traditions that we had, and so even, like, taking time to, like, make cookies, my mom had, like, a big, bake day every single year, like, at some time before Christmas, I don't think I will ever do that, because I am not as much of a go-getter as she is and I admire Mm -hmm. that in her but I do always like make the effort of like making stuff with the kids decorations yeah decorations for sure and I do think we make more of an effort at dinner to do like our avid devotions which like on a regular basis maybe a couple times a week we'll sit down after dinner and do a devotion but we're pretty faithful about that just to to like remind the kids like it's not about gifts. It's right. about Jesus, and we need that reminder because you can get caught up in all the fun things that are happening at school and and that kind of stuff. But yeah, cold weather
0: <laughs> is a must for you. Makes Christmas. Makes Christmas. I don't know. It
1: would be really weird for me to be on a boat for Christmas. I
0: think it will be weird. I don't know. When I think about like what makes Christmas for me. It's always been church. Like church has always been an association with it, which I mean, isn't a bad thing by any means, but there was always a stress associated with church in that. And so then mm-hmm. as I've been an adult, it it does include church. It looks a little different. Um, but for us, a lot of times, and like, I feel so much like little pings of guilt when you're like, we do an Advent devotion together. We used to do that. Like we totally used to do that now it's like we have these advent countdowns all over our house like we have countdowns and i was thinking about that like i think it very much is the season of advent like you're leading up to something right but have we have we got in check what we're leading up to and i think that's one of the more difficult pieces for me um christmas tree always like i just love i'm not there today i'm not working from home today but this week I've been working from home and so I sit at my dining room table right next to my Christmas tree like there's just something about the sparkle of lights or like I like when we get home from volleyball practice it's dark outside and my house is lit up like there's something Mm -hmm. about that that feels good I don't know why Mm -hmm. but the lights is a piece for me
1: did you ever go and um drive around and look at lights as a child yes we would do that Mm mm-hmm See, as a kid, I hated it, and now I make my children do it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at this house. It's so magical.
0: (laughs) And they still like it,
1: but I'm sure it'll be a few years when they're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah, that's how my kids
0: are. They're like, they're lights. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm like, I know, but look how they got them in a straight line. How the heck do they get them in a straight line? Yeah. But there is something just, I don't know, there's something about the bright lights when it's dark outside. I don't know, like a sparkle or a different glow to it. I don't know. When I was a kid, the decoration my mom always did um, was the candles in the window. So every window in our house had one of those. Like Mm -hmm. it was like a candle, but it was electric. Mm -hmm. And I know there's some like big, um, just like association with God's light and leaving a candle on or whatever. But I don't know. I I think the lights piece has always been a comforting piece for me. Because I mean, our Christmas tree is on all day long, we never turn it off. So, like, even when I wake up in the middle of the night, if my door is open, like, I can see the flickering of the lights, and I just love it. <laughs> that sounds weird, but. <laughs> even if you had a real tree you do that, could, like, catch on fire. I mean, yeah. I, okay, I'm not an expert in a real tree, so I don't know all these rules, but, yeah. I just get I really paranoid it. about real trees. Honestly, the reason I don't have a real tree right now is the Great Dane puppy. Like, I don't know <laughs> what he would do to it. I think he would eat it. <laughs> Probably. So, you no, know, I agree
1: in our old house, like our tree was in like a room that we never it was like in a front room mm-hmm. and we would not like I would have to make an active effort. But now where I put it, it is literally right next to the TV. So when I'm sitting down, like,
0: watching yeah, TV, I'm, you like, can see There's
1: it. There's the tree. Like I can see it
0: everywhere I'm at. So we put it this year in front of our window. So even when I'm like driving up to the house, I can see the lights mm-hmm. through the window. We have never put our tree in the same spot every year. Like we're always moving things around and so now it's in our dining room which is interesting but um I don't know I just love the sparkle of it
1: there's there's definitely, and that this goes is definitely a repetition and you cannot I'm not saying you can enjoy the traditions but I'm thinking too of like what we've talked about a lot is like what has come from like our childhood too that we've brought mm-hmm. with yeah. us and not everyone has had good childhoods
0: yeah I mean I think a so lot they of don't have, have like the world fuzzies but mm-hmm. yeah
1: you get to like break that cycle and you get to establish like what what means something to you and I think it's probably shifted too as adults like
0: what mm-hmm. was cool to us as a kid may not be so cool to us now well and I think that so KK is not very happy we're going to be on a boat for Christmas and I think that's one of her things of like she finds comfort in the traditions and in the things that we've done and I mean, she's a sophomore, so really, what? She has two Christmases left in our house, which is terrifying to think about. Um, no,
1: Megan, they get, like, a month and a
0: half off for Christmas. Okay, they'll come so back. So unless she doesn't um, come home, she's got a few more. <laughs> so it is that piece, I think, of, like, the comfort of, of some of those things that you, that you always did. Um, um, I don't know. And it makes Christmas Christmas. So mm-hmm. wrap-up thoughts on when Christmas doesn't feel like Christmas? Somebody send Laura some snow.
1: <laughs> We're taking our kids to see some soap snow this weekend, but still. Are you?
0: The soap <laughs> snow is not. <laughs> it's so
1: dirty and gross, but they love it. They did see snow last year, which was, it was magical. See, and that's, it, it was, was magical. magical. The kids literally mm-hmm. loved it. And even Lucy was like, I'm sad. We're not going to be in Colorado for snow for Christmas. And I'm like, "Me you too, got I the know. Colorado blood in you. I'm so proud. Yep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I know I'm, I'm not ready. Are you ready? What are your wrap-up thoughts?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it is like we have decisions for ourselves and what makes Christmas Christmas. Like we can choose a bunch. Like we, like you were saying, like we can choose to find the joy. We can choose to focus on the right things. We can choose not to like be clouded by other things. And so maybe it is just about pausing and feeling like what what is that for you, or what does that look like for you, and and how can you find it? I this is a little rant, but I get stuck with clients in my office who are like, all these bad things are happening and there's nothing I can do. I think always in any situation, you do have control over something. And it might not be what you want to have control over, but like you do have choice and you do have control somewhere. So, you know, if Christmas isn't feeling like Christmas or if there's loneliness and grief, um, you have choice on how you honor people that you've lost or how you you know, bring some of the things that you need into the day. Um, When I work with people who are grieving through Christmas, we talk about like, make sure you talk about the person who's not there. Like don't completely ignore the fact that they're not there. I know a lot of people like will set a plate at a table for somebody who's died or will have a present under the tree for them. And like, that's some of the most healthiest things that you can do um, through grief throughout Christmas. So like you have a choice. Figure out what that choice needs to be for you, and share that with people around you that you love, so they can hold you accountable to it. That would be mine. Wrap up thoughts on that.
1: Mine would be yours. Christmas doesn't have to look like everyone else's Christmas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and and just like in some of like the, the circumstances, like obviously I'm very glad we're here. I do enjoy waking up with the kids like in our room on Christmas, but then it just kind of gets to the hustle and bustle. But like. It's okay if like Christmas has looked different each year. It's kind of, it, might, it may like shift your perspective a little bit, but like, yeah, find the moments that do provide joy. Like mm-hmm. the fact that like you get to be with your family, like stuck in close quarters on a boat. <laughs> with it will be great. Like, good. And it's just something that's, you know, unique and it's not an every year thing, but yeah, I don't know. Your Christmas doesn't have to look like everyone else's and find your moments of joy. Yeah. And ultimately, remember why we're celebrating Christmas, because when when you focus on that and shift like shift away from the worldly focus and focus on like what Christmas is really all about, I think that it brings back the joy just more naturally than the world does.
0: It gives you definite perspective, and it's a true joy, it's an authentic one that you don't have to force and shove in other people's faces in my mm-hmm. opinion. <laughs> Well, we want to wish you guys all a Merry Christmas from It's Okay to Not Be Okay podcast. If this holiday is a struggle for you, we completely understand and you have every right to celebrate the way that you need to um, and be reminded of joy. And joy doesn't always have to put a smile on your face. It can also be something that brings sorrow at times. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.